Get it going. We can get it cracking. Mmm. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio. We back again. Back again. Like I never left. I told y'all, once verbal cardio was coming back, it was coming back for keeps this time. I told y'all this. Serious business out here. Shout out to Afro Geeks for my Thor's hammer of water jugs right here. Call it Milnor. Got my water, my co-host in here. Water with a little bit of lemon in there. Throw a little bit of that lemon in your water, man. It's good for the filtration. You know what I'm saying? Filtering out certain things, man. That lemon juice, not from concentrate, if you can get it, if you can find it, if you can hold it, if you can caress it, that's the one to go for. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? You feel, man. It's good to be back. It's good to be alive. Um, make sure you're drinking all the water you can. We are very blessed to be in the habitable zone in the solar system to even have water that we can drink and live off of. You know how many planets didn't get what we got? You ever think about you ever think about how privileged we are in the vastness of space? You know how privileged we are to even exist on this level? The fact that we have done what we've done as a human race, the fact that you know animals came in from the sea and just evolved into this, you know, variety of different creatures and species to here we are now. Talking about stuff, doing podcasts, having languages, having fashion, movies, art, businesses. We done built shit. We done navigated the seas. We done went to space. Are y'all do y'all not marvel at those those simple things that we take for granted? The fact that you have a cell phone in your hand and you can talk to somebody in another state, in another country instantly. Do you imagine back in the day, that wasn't even you couldn't even fathom that. That wasn't even an option. If you wanted to talk to your nearest family member and they were like, let's say, let's say they were 200 miles away, that's a few days ride right there. You had to get on a horse and you had, that's a few days ride. And you riding the horse and you got to get to them. You got to set up camp. You gotta have an animal, you gotta have you gotta have your supplies, you gotta set up camp. That's three days ride. We'll be there in three days. That 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 was the world then. And when you had a horse, that was big time. Having a horse was big time. Oh you Oh, you got a horse? Oh. They big time out here, man. He he got a horse. Oh, oh. Oh, you got a covered wagon? Randomly, CJ, a covered wagon with the with the horses? Oh, you living lavishly. You pull up on the horse, that was the whip. The horse was the whip, y'all. You was like, ooh, you got a sweet ride. And there's a horse looking at you like, hey, man, that horse is looking at you like, I ain't signed up to be this sweet ride. You know, I ain't really feeling this, man. I ain't asked for these shoes y'all put on my feet. I ain't asked to be doing all this running, man. And the majority of the time when you riding the horse, you can't you can't go full steam too long because they're going to get tired. And this ain't no motor. This ain't no engine. This is another live creature that's getting tired. Legs hurting, sore, muscles all sore. And they just like, whew, I'm tired. Imagine that, man. So I want y'all to take that in and reflect and be like, yo, I'm glad to be alive. To be alive now in this day and age, this ain't bad considering when we could have existed. Back when they thought, you know, the earth was flat and this this is all there is. They ain't know nothing about islands and other countries and none of that. This is what this is what the king says, this is what is. And that was it. You can probably tell I've been watching the cosmos. You can probably tell just by how I'm talking to y'all right now. You, 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 
Tony been watching the Cosmos. Tony think he Tony DeGrasse Tyson right now. You know what I'm saying? Because you know I've been watching the Cosmos heavy, and I'm just I'm just marveling at everything that's been going on, and I'm just like, yo, man, the universe is crazy, incredible, man. But I don't think y'all appreciate it though, man. I don't think y'all appreciate it. You know, we getting caught up in this mundane day-to-day, you know what I'm saying? I don't think y'all really marveling at what really, how we exist in this day and age. It's incredible, man. Don't judge me. I've been watching the new Cosmos, the latest season of the Cosmos. It's on Hulu. Who knew it was on Hulu? The billions of galaxies out here, and we're just one of many. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my Patreon crew. They are in here with me in the verbal cardio. Shout out to Nana P, Jerome, Dance Fitness with Nikki, Slarita, Eric Payne. You know what I'm talking about? Tyrone Bullock, Tiki, MTM TV, that boy Vic, Monica, Jordan. What up, y'all? The Math Wiz, Randomly CJ, Sabrina Sith, Liz FT, man. Nicole LaRoe. Kiyomi, what up, y'all, man? James Hill. I appreciate y'all for pulling up, man. Shout out to y'all. Y'all are in here live in the Verbal Cardio podcast. You know, I had my I had my watch party uh people up till one in the morning, Central Standard Time last night. Actually, I was, I probably went longer than that. You know what I'm saying? I woke up, you know what surprisingly I woke up with minimal snooze hits. I hit the snooze button one time and got up. And I I didn't get into bed till like 2.40 last night. I don't know what, I don't know what's in me. Normally, I'd be tearing that snooze button down. I don't know what got in me, man. I woke up this morning, 7.30, woke up motivated, ready to, ready to attack the day. I went on my walk through the community. I went to the gym, you know what I'm saying? And then I came. I was on I was on time for daddy issues. Did that. Now I'm here, robust, vibrant. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of my little self. I'm proud of my little self. Eric Payne says, how can a company book you trying to get you booked in Milwaukee? Uh for a comedy show, you might have to go through my agency. Um, but uh email Tony Baker Comedy. Uh, at gmail.com you know what I mean so we'll we'll walk through those steps if you will it's Kanye's birthday what's my favorite Kanye album Kanye West happy birthday to Kanye West if you're listening from your home in Wyoming Uh, we were talking about this last night while we were watching The Wire and I was saying how you know Kim and Kanye got a divorce right and I was just thinking about how how easy breakups can be when you got money. There was a scene in The Wire where, you know, this couple was fighting, they were having an argument, and it's just like, you know, well, you're not sleeping here. I just need you to just, you know. So Kima left. She left the apartment, and then she asked one of her coworkers, you know, at the station, like, yo, can I crash with you for a couple days? And I'm, like, thinking, like, man, man, it's tough. Breakups are tough when you're not financially stable. Like when you really don't have a place to crash, a place to go, you know what I'm saying? You you got to stay with family or friends. And if you're in a place where you don't even have family or friends near, it's just tough on the breakup tip. People with money, when both sides got money, they can, they can have a fight. And you know what? You get on my goddamn nerves. They done rented a house the next day. They rented an apartment. They rented a house. Whatever. They bought another house. Now they didn't bought a whole nother property just to be away from you. And they good. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, a lot of times, poverty will keep you in the mix longer than y'all probably needed to be in the mix. So it's just it's just tough to see. Like, yo, man, can I crash with you a couple days? Me and old girl on the outs. So, man, but when you got money, you ain't got to worry about that. You can be like, look, man, I rented me an apartment. I'm sick of your shit. Don't come, don't come looking for me. I rented an apartment downtown, nice little loft. Don't come looking for me. Don't come over. Don't try to get my address. I'm fine. I'll talk to you when I'm ready. 
Just don't come looking for me. I got a nice little two-bedroom prime real estate over there by the lakefront. Don't come looking for me. I'm sick of your face right now. I don't want to see your face right now. I just need space. I just need space. But I got me a little three-bedroom condo down there by the lake, prime real estate. Don't come over. I just need, I just want to be with my friends and family, people that care about me and people that listen to me. Don't, don't you come over. Don't call. I'll call you when I'm ready. I got a four-bedroom condo down there by the lakefront. Don't come over there. But down there by the Ferris wheel. Don't come see me. Don't ask about me. Don't try to get the, don't try to get my apartment number. I just need this time to reflect on me. You know what I'm saying? I got a five-bedroom condo down there by the lakefront. Don't come over there. I just need I just need this moment to reflect. They got me a little six-bedroom condo down there by the lakefront. But don't come over here. So now I'm thinking about Kanye and Kim. And you know, they, you know, they divorcing it up or whatever. And, you know, both of them are filthy breaded. Filthy bred. So I'm sure like, and it sounds like, you know, Kanye's still at the Wyoming spot. And then Kim has what she has, probably out here with her sisters and mom or whatever. Or just, you know, on her own steam or whatever. But, you know, they can just move anywhere they want to in the world. So it's just like, I wonder, I, I wonder why Kanye West chose Wyoming. Why did he choose the least populated state in the United States to be like, yo, this? And I would love to see, you know, his place in Wyoming. I'm sure it looks incredible but why Wyoming? You know what I mean? Like, you know, I asked Sabrina. I was like, I asked Sabrina. I was like, yo, give me the give me the bottom five. I asked Sabrina to answer this. I was like, what are the top five most populated states off the top of your head? And she did pretty good. She was like, she was like, uh, she was like Cali, Texas, New York. Uh, then she was like, she was fishing around, you know, throwing out some ideas. Then she was like, Florida? And then, you know, the fifth one was tough because it was like, all right, what state? Well, I had to give her clues for the fifth state, which was Illinois. All right? Now, then I asked her the bottom five. Like, what's the, what's, what's, what's the bottom five on the, on the populated states? And then she, she did pretty good on that. And the only one she didn't get was Wyoming. She kept wanting to throw Minnesota in the mix. She was like, Min Minnesota? I was like, nah. And then sometime later she came back. Sure, it ain't Minnesota. I don't know why she was hell-bent on Minnesota, completely disrespecting Minneapolis. You know what I'm saying? Like, just completely disrespecting Minneapolis. Here's a good way to know whether, whether a, a state would be in the bottom five population does does that state have a professional sports team if they have a professional sports team don't put them in the bottom five you already know in minnesota you got the minnesota timberwolves you got the minnesota vikings so that that immediately takes minnesota off the table you know what i'm saying so just just get minnesota out of there they got teams the bottom five North and South Dakota, Vermont, Wyoming. They ain't got no teams cracking. They ain't got no teams in the game whatsoever. So I was just wondering, I was like, yo, uh, what made Kanye choose Wyoming, man? And people have been going out there like he's making Wyoming star-studded. And my whole thing is, you know, maybe Kanye is planning to make that state Kanye-oming or Yeoming. Yeoming, man. You go to a state, you make it your own because ain't nothing else cracking in Wyoming, but they got a piece of Yellowstone. Ain't shit else cracking in my in Wyoming. So anybody can easily come in there. State capital is Cheyenne. You know what I'm saying? They got Brokeback Mountain, Yellowstone, Ain't shit popping in Wyoming except Kanye West. So you might as well make it your own. Yeoming, man. But I would love to see what his what his digs look like. Cause he, you know, he brought people out there. You know, I think Dave Chappelle went out there. I think uh I think they he recorded, remember he was doing all those projects with people? Nas, 
Tiana Taylor, Pusha T, Kid Cudi. I think they were doing all of those in Wyoming because Nas was like, yeah, I went to Wyoming, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really get to work with Kanye as much as I wanted to, but we were in Wyoming, you know what I mean? And, you know, we just we just made it happen. I just kind of wish we had more time to really work on the project, you know what I'm saying? That's my Nas voice, you know what I'm talking about. So... I'm pretty sure he was like, yo, I'ma make, yeah, you know how Kanye is. I'ma make, I'ma make Wyoming hot. I'ma make Wyoming hot. I'ma make it pop. I'ma create fashion here, music here. I'ma make Wyoming what it is today. Kanye, me, Yaoming. Low key, that's probably his plan. Um, so he in Wyoming. But the question is, he's he, he's a Gemini, first of all. Shout out to the Gemini crew, you know. Andre 3000 is also a Gemini. Um, my brother Scott is a Gemini, May 22nd. Um, Geminis, man. Geminis. I had one of the most dramatic dating histories I've ever had with a Gemini. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, this is Gemini life. Shit. You know what I mean? Gemini's, twins, the Zodiac twins, if you will. Uh, the two people. Some people say two different personalities. I feel like my brother Scott has one personality. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I feel like my brother Scott is pretty consistent on the personality tip. He does have road rage, though. Scott, if you're watching this, if you're listening, you got road rage. I don't know if you still have it. You definitely had it. You definitely had it at one point in time. I was like, yo, man, my my brother is off the chain with this road rage. You're scared. You're scaring me. You're scaring me, Scott. You know, that's my brother, though. You know what I mean? Uh, but the question is, thanks to Sabrina Sith, my favorite Kanye album. Now it's gonna come down. Let's look at let's look at the complete, let's look at the complete Kanye discography, if you will. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. You feel me? Shout out to Lloyd Banks who just dropped an album. I started listening to it uh today. About two, three tracks in, you know what I'm saying? Uh pretty solid so far. But let's cue up, let's break down Kanye's disc. Okay. Kanye hit the scene. He hit the scene full steam ahead running with College Dropout. College Dropout was an album that I could not stop playing. It's one of those albums that I could not stop listening to. I had to make myself take it out of the rotation. You know how when you when you got an album, you're loving it up so much, you'd be like, yo, yo. Let let me let me not play this. Let me not play this just so I don't get tired of the album. You know what I mean? That's what I had to do with college dropout. I was like, yo, man, let me let me just let me just take a step back. But then I wanted to listen to it some more. I was like, yo, this album is completely what I was looking for. It was what I needed in the moment. What did it come out? 2003, 4? 2004, I think it dropped. Right? So let me let me let me double check. February 2004, College Dropout hit the streets. Soul samples, dope features, Kanye was rhyming. We felt like the everyday everyman rapper was out here. This is prime. This is prime 50 cent, you know, super thugged out. You know, you getting shot nine times. The huge jersey, baggy pants, bulletproof vests. This is what's cracking. This is what's hot. Kanye West come out in regular jeans, polo shirt, and a backpack. And I was like, yo, this is a rapper I can relate to. You know what I'm saying? He had the car accident, jar shattered. He come out with the Through the Wire song, and it's just like he's making noise on the production tip for the Blueprint album, which is one of Jay-Z's most critically acclaimed Success stories. The momentum was right. 
Then he come out with the slow jams with Jamie Foxx. It's going down. College dropout. He's got Talib Kweli on there. He's got Most Def on there. He resurrected Common. You know, no pun intended on uh, Kanye. I mean, uh, Common's resurrected album. That's the name of his second album. But it was like he breathed new life into Common's career after a little step back with the Electric Circus. Everything was going right for this album. Incredible. The sales matched the critical acclaim. We was all in. College dropout. My favorite songs on this album include uh, I Love Family Business. I love uh, Spaceship. I love, uh, man, Jesus Walks was cracking. It was so many dope songs. That song he had with Freeway and Most Def. There's so many good songs on this album. Such a great album, man. Classic. College Dropout is a classic. He follows this album up the next year, 2005. Late Registration. Late Registration, he ups the ante on the production. You know, he went, he went above and beyond just the simple soul samples of the first one. He's bringing in other musicians. He's changing up. He's adding in... On the production value, he's bringing in John Bryan up in the mix. Late registration hits the scene like a tidal wave. Sells over 800 and something thousand copies the first week. That's above, well above gold. He comes out with the Gold Digger single. Everybody's like, yo, Kanye is white hot right now. Touch the Sky introduces me to Lupe Fiasco. You know what I'm saying? He got the Sierra Leone joint. College dropout. I mean, a late registration was amazing. Drive slow. You know what I'm saying? He gave he gave Common another spotlight on this album with the uh, On My Way Home joint, which I love. Paul Wall kills it on the drive slow feature. The album is incredible. Kanye, 2-0 on the record tip. You know what I'm saying? Follows that up in 2007 with Graduation. Graduation is a fun, uplifting, positive, upbeat album. When you really, when you really look at when you really look at graduation, it's all about goals, dreams, affirmations. Look at the track listing. Let's look at the track listing. Good morning. Champion, Stronger, I Wonder, Good Life, Can't Tell Me Nothing, Barry Bonds, Chase, uh, Flashing Lights, Everything I Am, The Glory, Homecoming, Big Brother. Look at the titles on this album. Just look at the title. This, this is not a down album. Good Morning, Champion, Stronger, Good Life, Can't Tell Me Nothing, all of this is about uplift, dreams going forward, being ambitious. You can't tell me nothing. I'm doing this. It's all like, man, everything's on the rise. You can feel it. The energy of the album is, is, is lit. Not to say it's lit is like a slang term, but it had a light to it. You know what I mean? He, he was riding on the success of his first two albums and everything. The sky was the goddamn limit. His mom passes. And we get into 808s and Heartbreak that next year. Stark contrast to what we got in Graduation. Now we got like a moody album. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we experiment with different styles, different, different sounds. You know, it was, it was, a, it was, it was stark, stark contrast to what we got on the on the previous three albums. We was just like, what was it? A lot of people wasn't rocking with 808s and Heartbreak. I liked it better than I thought I would. Cause Love Come Down or Love Take Down, whatever Love Lock Down, I hated that song. When it came out, I was like, what the hell is this? What the hell is this? Like I, I said it hard. I was like, what the hell is this? I was pissed. But Surprisingly, I liked a few tracks on there. Is it his best album? No. 808 and Heartbreak is not making the top four Kanye albums for me, but it's still a good album, and it created a whole sound. 808 and Heartbreak is an influential album 
and I feel like it changed the game. He follows that up. The following year, he follows that up with um, – oh, not the following year. He took a year, and then my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Kanye is back, y'all. Came out with another good-ass album. Totally different sound than graduation, late registration, and college dropout. None of the Kanye albums sounded the same up, up, up until this point. Every album sounded different. It puts you in the mind of an outcast. So, like, even Common. Common, Common up to a certain point, all his albums sounded different. Can I Borrow a Dollar sounded nothing like Resurrection. Resurrection didn't sound like One Day It All Makes Sense. One Day It All Makes Sense didn't sound like, like Water for Chocolate. Electric Circus sounded like no other album I've heard thus far. You know what I mean? So it was like, oh, boom, all right, I see you switching style. Southern Playlistic and AT Aliens don't sound the same. AT Aliens didn't sound like Equimini. Stankonia didn't sound like, Stankonia sounds like nothing but Stankonia. You know what I mean? So they in that vein. Jesus, I don't like this album. This is my least favorite Kanye project to date. I don't like Jesus whatsoever. Critics loved it. They raved. I hate it. I hate this album. I don't like it. People are like, would you like five tracks on it? It's 10 tracks. If I like five out of a 10-track album, that's a failed grade. 50%, you failed. If you get 50 on a quiz, you failed the quiz. I don't like Yeezus whatsoever at all. Probably like three tracks on that joint. Maybe I'll give you maybe a possible four. I don't even come to this album. I don't. And he came with the life of Pablo, had some tracks on there, but it wasn't up to the, you know, the standard of his earlier work, in my opinion. Then the Ye album, I listened to it one good time, never came back. Jesus is King. I listened to this quite a few times. I love the song Water, um, but I really don't go back to that album. So now, you know, we go back to the first few albums. That's where I dwell when I talk about the best of Kanye West. I'm in that first region. College dropout, late registration, graduation, my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Those are the four albums I'm dealing with when we're talking about the best of Kanye. I didn't include Watch the Throne, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed Watch the Throne. I think Watch the Throne is Jay-Z's best collab album. You know, it's not hard to get that title, Considering that, you know, the R. Kelly joint albums was was whack to me. I didn't like those joints. Um, but I did like Watch the Throne. So we're coming back to college dropout, late registration, graduation, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. And I think I have to give the title to I think I gotta give the title to college dropout. Although I think late registration, the way it was constructed, I think that might be a superior album, you know, production-wise and just, like, you know, bringing it all together. It's kind of like how I view Goodfellas and Godfather. You know, I know Godfather is a better-made film. I think Godfather is superior to Goodfellas in the way that it was made and the, and the production of it all and this, that, and the third. But for me, Goodfellas, it, Goodfellas has my heart. Goodfellas has my heart piece. It's got my heart, man. I can watch Goodfellas anytime it's on. I got to be in the right frame of mind for the Godfather. I got to be able to sit down. I got to be able to lay down and it really just dig in and put some time to the side. Goodfellas, I could just watch that at any point in time from any point in the movie. I can just watch it. So I'm going to go with uh, College Dropout as my final answer. Um, Sabrina sent me this as a trending topic. Tiana Taylor being the first black woman to grace the cover and be listed as number one on Maxim's Sexiest Women. Maxim uh, magazine hit the scene in 1995. This is their first black woman 
to grace the cover and be listed as number one on Maxim's sexiest women list. Maxim, I'm going to need y'all to, you mean to tell me since 1995, y'all have overlooked black women on the number one slot all this time? Have y'all not seen black women? Have y'all not been looking at what black women look like this whole this whole time? Since 95, that's when I graduated high school. You mean to tell me all this time, all these black women running around here looking spectacular, now you finally give the number one slot to a black woman? What? What? Who is working for the magazine? Who is working for this magazine? Sexiest women? And this is the first time black woman. This is ridiculous. This is goddamn ridiculous. Have you seen black women? Rihanna never made Rihanna never made it to number one. Beyonce never made it to number one this whole time. Halle Berry, y'all just, y'all forget. I don't get it. I don't even get this. I don't get it. Megan Good couldn't slide up in here? Whole time? Nothing? This is ridiculous. This is goddamn ridiculous, man. Maxim, get your feet together. Get your feet together. Tiana Taylor, man, she's sexy. Let's put that out there. I'm not mad at her being number one at all. You know what I mean? Tiana Taylor has great, she has a great look, great style. She's sexy, confident, super talented. I'm here for it. But the fact that this is the first black woman to be number one on your, on your, I'm going to call the magazine raggedy because this is just ridiculous. Black women been out here looking good and sexy, man. Sick of y'all little lists. Burger King trolls Chick-fil-A in a new campaign vowing donations to the LGBTQ group for every chicken sandwich sold, even on Sunday. Wow. So Burger King got a chicken sandwich. They in the game. They in the game. Sabrina sent me a picture. Hopefully this is a picture. Maxim. Started in 95. Oh, they got the past winners listed here. Hold on. Let me see. Maxim. Hot 100. They got the past winners, y'all. Estella Warren, uh, Estella Warren won. Jessica Alba won. Jennifer Garner. Look, Jennifer Garner is adorable. Pretty woman. But Christina Aguilera, Jessica Simpson, Eva Longoria. Eva Longoria won for two years. Lindsay Lohan. All right, man. I'm done with this. Done with this goddamn list. Miley Cyrus. Maxim. Miley Cyrus, the sexiest. This is ridiculous. This is goddamn ridiculous, man. I'll see what y'all into. First of all, y'all into the young girls. Okay, we're going to put that out there. You know what I'm saying? Miley Cyrus and Lindsay Lohan making it to number one. Y'all kind of, y'all kind of, y'all like the little girls. I know, I know they grew up, but st- come on, man. Come on. Jessica Simp, get, you know what? Lindsay Lohan was 21 when you gave her the title. Miley Cyrus was 20. Maxim, man. Y'all wild as hell. Y'all are wild as hell. And when I, you know, I don't like publicly diminishing a woman's looks. I, I don't like doing that. And when I when I say, when I when I flex disappointment in a particular pick, Jessica Alba was 20 when you picked her. Jessica Alba's very beautiful. Good looking woman. Jennifer Garner, her dimples, she's adorable. But it's just the fact that, you know, it's I see I see what you're going for. Olivia Wilde, she's got the eyes. I get it. Katy Perry has tr- tremendous eyes. But I see what I see what y'all are doing. I see the type of pics you got here. Kate Upton, she's stacked. Kate Upton got the breasts, so he was like, "Yes, breasts." Kate Upton. 
No blacks. No blacks. You know what? I'm sick of y'all, man. Look out, Maxim. Sick of y'all right here, right now. I'm sick of Maxim Magazine right here, right now. You you should have been had a black woman up and throughout. Hell up out of here, man. Wait, where's Beyonce at? Where's Rihanna? Rihanna is universally regarded as a sexy icon. Where the hell was she at? Men and women be like, Rihanna. Men and women, their voices get deep when they say her name. Men and women. How has Rihanna never been number one? I've heard women fully in the men be like, Rihanna. I'm like, damn, how your voice get that deep? It's just something about it. Why are you talking like this, girl? How? How? Maxim, y'all on some bullshit. Y'all on some bullshit as a magazine, as a crew, as a collective. I'm throwing y'all on the grill right here. Maxim, I'm throwing y'all on the grill. Tiana, t- finally in 2021, you, shit, come on, man. Halle Berry been sexy. Halle Berry should have been number one a few times on these lists. Halle Berry, she was the definition. She, Halle Berry became an adjective. I think I think that's the word where you use to describe something. Listen, Halle Berry is like, man, Halle Berry type. You already know when somebody said, oh, I ain't no Halle Berry. And that, that means we talking fine. We talking beautiful. We talking sexy. Halle Berry is even more sexy now than she was when she was younger. And when she was younger, she was prime real estate. The hell is going on out here, man? Sick of this. This this list done pissed me off, man. All the way off. I forgot. I forgot what I was about to talk about out here, man. You know what I'm saying? And speaking of the LGBTQ community, every time I post on social media about support for the gay community. I lose followers every goddamn time. Why? Why does it bother you so much that I care about a group of people that have done nothing to you? Why? Why I gotta lose followers every time? Yo, I support the gay community. I appreciate you. Oh, I didn't come here for this. Tony drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh, he's trying to butter up the Hollywood. You change uh, in the Bible. It's unnatural. Let me tell y'all something. Again, for the cheap seats. First of all, somebody being gay ain't got nothing to do with your life. And stop saying you don't agree when somebody says they're gay. I don't agree. They didn't say ranch is the best dressing. They said this is this is how I roll. I don't agree. This is this is not an opinion. I don't want to hear I don't agree with the it's not an opinion for you to agree with. First, why do y'all hear I don't agree? Like shut up. Secondly, why does it bother you so much? Why does it bother you so much that I support the gay community that you feel the need to unfollow me? Gay been here. Gay gonna be here. Get that through your heads. Gay been here. Gay gonna be here. That's just what it is. That's just what it's gonna be. You can bitch and moan all you want. You can pull out all the scriptures you want. Gay been here. It's gonna be here. Gay been here, gay gonna be here. That's just what it is. So you might as well just be like, calm your nerves and just be like, all right, 
realize it ain't got nothing to do with your life. It ain't got nothing to do with your life. Even if it do, it don't. <laughs> now, what I mean by that is, say it ain't got nothing to do with your life, and then you have a kid or, you know, family member that's gay. Now you feel like it has something to do with your life, but it still don't. All you got to do is love that family member, that friend or whatever, just like you would in, under any, any normal circumstance. Now, if you're dating somebody and they turn out to be gay, that has something to do with your life. But in most cases, y'all that are all up in arms, that ain't even the situation. Y'all just hating for no reason. And then the super woke people is an agenda, and then this, that, and the third, and they tearing down the black family. The black family going to be here. Black family been here. Black family going to be here. Black family. Black family is resilient. Black family is here to stay. Blacks going to keep the pumps going. We going to keep, you know, procreating. Black pumps is always going to be here. Black pumps, man. Black family ain't going nowhere. Stop worrying about that. They shoving it down our throats. Are they shoving it down your throat? Or are they just showing you gay characters out here? You know what I'm saying? Gay been here. Gay gonna be here. They not shoving it down their throat. They just trying to be like, look, man, we out here. We are out here. We're proud. We're fighting for that. Let them do all that. Just be supportive. All you got to do is be supportive. They, they bringing the pedophiles in. Ain't nobody supporting the pedophilia. Now you act like pedophiles are only relegated to the gay community. Is somebody going to come with some stats? Well, if you look at, at most cases, something that happened that was gay back in the, in the nucleus, in the origin story of... Why? Why are you doing all the research so tough? Why? Gay been here. Gay gonna be here. Gay gonna be here. Gay did not just come up in this day and age. Gay been here. Now they don't feel like hiding no more. They don't feel like hiding no more. They're making the gay community hide. What did that solve? Did that get rid of gay? No. Gay been here. What it did was it created a whole bunch of situations where people were acting like they weren't gay when they really were trying to start a family. But then they're tortured inside, turmoil in their soul, faking the funk for society. How about, how about we create a space and a world where people don't feel the need to fake the funk and hide who they truly are just for society's sake? Why can't, why can't we just provide that? Why can't we just have that? Why can't we just be supportive? Well, in the Bible, the Bible says, y'all love to run to the Bible when it suits your argument or it suits your prejudice or it suits whatever, whatever point you want to make. That's when you be like, well, the Bible, this, this, that, and the third. But all these other sins that's going on, like fornication, you ain't keeping that same energy. Just leave it alone, man. Stop getting so mad. You know what I'm saying? Let them rock. Don't compare the, the gay struggle to the black struggle. I don't like when people do that. Don't do that. Totally two different struggles. But there are some similar themes within that struggle. We can't deny that. They do get discriminated against, and they do you know, in some cases, fear for their lives when people know who they are. But there are inherent differences in the two different struggles. We don't have to compare the struggles. We don't have to be like, well, we, we went through this. Well, you go, you won't have to do all that. Struggle is a struggle. All right. But within the black struggle, I know how it makes me feel to be discriminated against because of the color of my skin. I know how it makes me feel for somebody to call me the N-word or, or, you know, people look at me or, or spit on the ground when they see me. I know how that makes me feel. So why in hell would I make somebody else feel that same feeling when I know what it feels like? The black community, man, when it comes to the gay shit, the black community is harsh. And y'all got to do better because we know, we know what that feels like. 
You know what I mean? Try to keep that in mind, man. And y'all act like black people ain't in the gay community. So now they get they got to get the double whammy. They got to get the whammy of being black in America and the whammy of being gay. So now they're getting smacked on all fronts when they when they don't have to be getting smacked at all. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, y'all. Stop getting so uptight. Y'all be y'all be unfollowing me for that. I'll be like, every I'm telling you, every time. And a lot of times, when I get a whole bunch of new followers at once, when I get a surge, I let y'all know who I am on purpose. I want these new people to know who I am, where I stand, right out the gate. I'm going to let you know I'm black, proud of it. I believe racism in America still exists. I believe we got work to do. I believe that their police brutality is a real thing. I believe there's racism involved in the real estate and the land. I believe that, you know, there's racist people embedded in the U.S. government. I believe there there are all kind of plans and stuff put in place to keep black folks down, keep us out of certain neighborhoods, keeping us away from wealth. I believe in all this, and I want you to know that. Right? Oh, welcome to my page. Yeah, it's funny, man. Yeah, voiceovers, comedy. Yeah, hi. But this, I like to let people know and then filter, filter y'all asses out if you can't deal with that. If you have a problem with that, you need to go anyway. I'm also supportive of other communities. When the Asian community felt like they were being wrong, I was like, hey, man, stop doing the Asian community like this. Support. You got support right here. I care about what you're going through. People was mad at that. So when I support the gay community, they mad at that. But I want you to know, it's like, this, this is who I am. This is where I say it ain't got nothing to do with Hollywood. It ain't got nothing to do with none of that. If I was working at Dairy Queen, guess what? Same energy. I'm supporting that. Now, the American government, I see you giving the Asian community mad money right out the gate. But we still out here with nothing. And you're right. You should kick the Asian community off with some cash. But kick us off as well, goddammit. Sick of this. People be mad, though, man. Y'all be big mad. Don't be big mad, man. Just be supportive. Be supportive, man. I'm sick of it. But I be no, I be noticing the dip. I be seeing the dip. But it's a good way to weed people out, man. So don't think I don't think I haven't noticed the inconsistencies on how certain groups in America have been treated. I support the Asian community to the fullest. My target is the U.S. government. Supporting them, which they should. Meanwhile, we got to fight tooth and nail to get some lynching laws. But come on, man. U.S. government, you acting like Maxim. You Maxim magazine out here, man. Sick of y'all, man. Anyway, man. It's been another episode of Verbal Cardio. Um, <laughs> I'll see you, Tabitha Hutchings. Listen, man, just just be good to people, man. Just be supportive. Whatever they get, if they're gay, lesbian, gay, trans, just let, just, just let them rock, man. Mind your business. Let them rock. Be good. They're still people. They're still human beings. They're still, they still have feelings, and, and they, and they want to be respected, and they want to be accepted for who they are, just like you. They want the same things you want. Respect. They want to feel safe. They want to feel cared for. They want to feel like they're in safe spaces. That's that's what we want. That's what we all want here, right? When they see the stuff that you're saying in comment sections, that's not you're not giving that energy. Why? Why? Ask yourself that, man. I don't agree. Shut up, man. Gay been here. Gay gonna be here. Remember that. Just like black been here, black gonna be here. Black family ain't going nowhere, man. We're here to stay. And stop acting like this gay agenda is gonna shut down the whole, you know, repopulation of the planet. 
It's it's enough heterosexual pumps to go around. And stay out my comment section with, what about straight pride? Shut the fuck up. You know how corny you sound when you say that? What about straight pride? Huh? You know what you sound like. When you come with the straight pride, you know what you sound like? Sound like that white pride bullshit. Like we say black power, what about what? It's exactly what you sound like. Blue lives matter. On the contrary, ass. Petty. See what you're doing, man. Do better. Do better. Anyway, y'all, I got to get the hell out of here, man. Thank you for tuning in uh, to another session of Verbal Cardio. Shout out to my patron saints over here in the Chatsworth, man. I love y'all passionately in the shower. You know what I'm saying? Kelvin Davis, Pants, Shauna Moore, Tiki, Jerome, Sabrina Sith. You know what I'm saying? Jamel Glover, Mio, Alicia, Kiyomi. Damn, ah, Styler, man. Slarita, Chiron, Nana P, Moyo, man, T.C. Priestley. Man, I appreciate y'all. Tyrone Bullock. Appreciate y'all, man. I really do. Uh, spread the word about verbal cardio, man. I want to get more people on to the verbal cardio, man. Y'all was on my neck to bring this uh, podcast back. I brought it back. Now y'all better pull up and support, man. Shout out to the bakery crew, man. I appreciate the love and support. Thank you for supporting everything that I do. If you've ever bought a ticket, if you've ever shared a video, if you've ever bought a, a hoodie, a T-shirt, a virtual ticket, a live show ticket, ringtone, you remember my Patreon, I appreciate you so much, man. Thank you so much, man. Uh, anyway, be good to people, man. Be good to people. Be good and respectful and caring. That's about it, man. And drink water, man. Drink that water, man. I want to have more guests on the show. Sabrina, get the guests going, man, so we can get it cracking. Um, drink more water. Drink plenty of water today. Gallon a day if you're the right size. If you're a little bit smaller, 64 ounces a day, man. Don't be making excuses, y'all. Let's get it. All right, y'all. We out here. Boom.